Captain Austin Podcast. Trapped in Austin Podcast, episode 17, back by popular demand, Mr. Brandon Andrade. Glad to have you back on, sir. It's been a while. Good to be back, guys. I think it was July was the last time yeah. I recorded, probably. probably. It isn't, I don't think it feels like that long ago, but this yeah. year has been like so kind of a blur. Crazy. Yeah. I so, can't believe we're already in the, the back end of the year, December, man. So that was probably six months ago, at least. Yeah. When you were at on. Least. Time doesn't feel like it's been that long. No, no. complete no, time. <laughs> it's the yeah. longest and the shortest year. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. It's a weird, weird duplicity with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What's the vibe like? Are you guys in the Christmas spirit this year? No, not really. I've, I've had a hard time getting into it. I think I'm just sort of like, I've been tunnel vision most of the year at this point where I'm just kind of, I'm not feeling too festive. It's hard to kind of get into the mood with everything going on. You know, on. I probably wouldn't even be celebrating if it wasn't for Ava. Of course, you know, you yeah. have a kid and want right. to give her that experience. But yeah. this year, Christmas missed me with it. I mean, just, yeah. yeah. It's funny. I've never been a big uh, holiday person. I mean, yeah. Like if if I get invited to a party, yeah, I'll go. But I don't I don't do like the full decorations, right. all that sort yeah. of thing. Right. It's usually an unconventional right. family situation. Right. And yeah. I feel like this year even more so gives you more of an excuse to be unconventional. It kind of fits. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. more fitting than yeah. ever. Yeah. I think. yeah. Yeah. I think as I've gotten older, I've realized like like I appreciate Christmas for what it is. Right. But yeah. I think having like a wife and kid. Like to me, as I realize this more now as I've gotten older, like Christmas is really for kids. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. if you have kids, right. you want to get into it because you want to buy them stuff and see their yeah, right. face. But as an adult, for me, it's it's just kind of like in the back of my mind, there's always that thought of like, oh man, I got to spend money. You know? <laughs> like that's always what I'm thinking about. It's like yeah. it's like this weird excuse to have to spend money that you really don't want to spend. Well, even as a parent, like I mean, like I just got done dropping like. $300 worth of gift cards for Ava on her whatever game she is playing, Roblox or whatever. And like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, that's the last fucking thing I want to drop my money on. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, especially when you're like, I don't know, man, when you when you feel uncertain about the future, I, I like kind of go into like save mode. Like, I don't want to spend as much. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's hard to want to like spend at least right. for me like yeah. i'm not one to like go out out of my way to buy a bunch of shit so yeah. well with the mark job market that i'm in or whatever you want to call it like i feel like my like as covid drags on yeah i'd like actually more job security for me i've noticed like as covid is hit like more and more overtime is being dished out where uh, i'm working out so like yeah to me, like you're one of the lucky cer- ones, man. Certainty with a job, I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a unique situation. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think a lot of people are probably either the maybe have, maybe they're in your unique situation, or they already got laid off, or maybe yeah. they're on the cusp and they're not too sure. Right. Which yeah. I've had yeah. certain like yeah. anxieties about that in certain yeah. courses through the years. So I think just with all that going on, when you're not really sure where life's going to be in a year, yeah. I'm not as quick to want to go out and spend yeah, as much. For sure. Yeah. You kind of like reroute yourself a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. If I wasn't in my shoes, I'd be the same way. I wouldn't be. If I was in one of those markets where like my job could be cut at any moment because of COVID, yeah. like I would be in the same boat, dude. For sure, and man. If nothing else, it's nice to see people in like an overall good mood. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's like the big takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. I think people, um, yeah, there's probably, I think it's split. Like there's a lot of people who are, I think, using this, like using the holidays as a reason to not think about what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then I think there's some people where it's probably just going to, it's going to be hard for them. Yeah. Maybe because I think people have already dealt with a lot of mental health issues this year for a variety of reasons. Maybe yeah. they got laid off. Yeah. Like, maybe that a family member that died of COVID. Right. Right. Um, people can't travel. Exactly. Households can't gather. Like it's, right. it's very strange. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people are probably following those people. No, not at all. Bad. I think people are still going to do yeah. what they want to do at the end of the day. I even, think, even in spite of themselves. Yeah. Oh, know. for sure. Yeah. And I think the uh, whole fuckery going on with uh, the election, this still dragging out, is kind of adding to that, you know, yeah. mood of not <laughs> necessarily being in the Christmas mood. You know what I mean? Yeah. People have anxieties over that right now, you know? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. We'll get to the election a little later on. I want to dive into no, that. No, I'm not trying to go into <laughs> yeah. a deep dive right yeah. now. Just no, we, we definitely got to talk about that because there's a lot going on in the world with that right now. Yeah. But, um, so we got to talk about it since it's an Austin-based podcast. But what, what's y'all's opinion on the whole Steve Adler stuff? Am I, is that his name? Is that his oh, name? Right? Yeah. Steve Adler. Steve Adler. I, I mean, I've made it known numerous times on this podcast how I feel about that guy. I, yeah. I, I don't like him at all. I, I, I mean, never really had an opinion on him much until kind of recently. And then I was like, yeah, the optics aren't good. The Cabo I don't thing? think he's like a bad dude. I'm sure he's like, if you met him out in public, he's probably like a nice guy. But just the optics of what he did don't yeah. look good. I mean, I think I was indifferent as well yeah. for the most part. And then I think after this last situation, that was like, yeah, like it's so plain that he he so blatantly contradicted it that I just can't get down with that. I mean, he's in, he, what was he, in Cabo? Yeah. Or, so he's in Cabo, and he's like recording. Lecturing us about yeah. not traveling while in <laughs> yeah. fucking Cabo. And he was Cabo. on a private jet, too. Right? Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So, he's, so he's sipping margaritas. In true politician fashion. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's got a buzz. He's recording this video. Like, he's got a smirk on his face. I mean, that's that's a, that's a slap in the face yeah. to everyone in Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He hasn't been too kind to the middle class in Austin, so... That was just another dagger in my fuck this guy, yeah. you know. Yeah. How long has he been the mayor now? Does anybody know? I'm not too. I think since 2014 ish, right? I believe so. I know that. Okay, so in 2022 is the next election, okay. and think, he's yeah, he's done because this is the second. Oh, is there a term limit on mayor? Oh, that's a that's a good question. Sure. That's a good. Actually, there might be two actually. We'll have to I was under that impression. That. Okay. Uh, I hope we so. We don't have a fact checker on staff yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the budget's um, low right now. Yeah, the budget's super low. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't really have like like I said, I didn't really have much of an opinion of the guy until yeah. recently. I just I don't think like to me that was a tone deaf move. Oh yeah. He probably like if you met the dude, he's probably a nice guy. I'm sure yeah. he's not like an ill intentioned person. <laughs> but when you're in politics, you can't optics optics matter. Yeah. yeah. It's you just know, such it doesn't a, matter yeah. what your intention was or not. No. Yeah. It, it's such a huge misstep. I mean, that would be like if he were let's say he went and did a speech over at PETA or somewhere. And meanwhile, he's like wearing he, a fur coat. Wearing out, a fur coat and out there the shooting dogs in the parking yeah, lot. Exactly. <laughs> just it's so it's such an extreme contradiction. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I believe he gave some sort of half 
halfway apology for it to make it even worse. Yeah, I saw the apology video, I think, on Instagram or something. That's the recurring theme. He had to <laughs> apologize for numerous missteps in this COVID thing so far. To me, it's like either go all the way in one direction or the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Either Put the MAGA hat on or fucking get behind the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said something. You said, what What else does he apologize for as far so as... So when COVID was breaking out, he you know, in his infinite wisdom, before he knew anything, goes to Hoover's or wherever, you know, right by. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. over there taking shots with a judge, recording a film, encouraging people to still go out and, you know, have drinks and go to concerts and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And Slowly swallowed his words. Yeah, so he automatically got slapped in the face over that, and he tried deleting it, hoping it would go away, and Obviously, you posted yeah, on yeah. I was sitting there as he was filming the video, and I was like, "This motherfucker, like, he's still trying to get people to go to bars and stuff." Like, yeah. I will say though, uh, just to play devil's advocate, that was really early on, and so he probably the information maybe he had at the time. I mean, was probably well. You know, you, you would think that you you want your leadership yeah. to be more yeah. cautious in that situation For sure. than just flying it. One of the big disparities we've had in Texas as far as this COVID situation goes is the local governments have is because I honestly think like Travis County itself, if it wasn't for, um, I guess, Greg Abbott's sort of, um, you know, rule superseding everything going on. Yeah. We would have just been like L.A. It would have been shut down the whole time because I think oh, the yeah. local government here in Austin really wanted shit shut down. But when Abbott was basically like, hey, we're not going to make masks mandated. We're not going to do this. Because the whole mask mandate in Texas went back and forth a couple times. Yeah. And that made Abbott look to me a little um, clownish. I was trying to think of a more sophisticated word. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that looked that didn't really look good. That was another bad move on his part. But I do think that the local governments have had their hands tied a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Trying to get this the way that they want to when you basically have a Republican controlled state that's kind of like, we're not going to lock down. We're not going to make mass men. Yeah. Telling the Trump line. We're, we're at, yeah. yeah. And we're kind of like at the stage now, which is yeah. unfortunate. So in the same city, we have Adler, we have Governor Abbott, and yeah. we have Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that's a and hell of a combo. Well, and you've also got Ken Paxton and yeah, you got the nice. lieutenant governor. I forget his that's name. That's why Austin is such a it's the sense. Yeah. I'm here. I mean, we're all yeah, here we're for all it. Here for it. <laughs> yeah. We are. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, to me, that that is like keep Austin weird. In a yeah. Microcosm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Watching yeah. the local government wrestle with the. It's state a different government. kind of weird. It's yeah. not like the weird that we were used to growing up as kids. This is like a weird. Yeah. Like, this is middle-aged men yeah. <laughs> flexing on each other. Yeah. This isn't the yeah. naked hippie tripping on acid. Exactly. On the it's a different kind of weird for yeah. sure. <laughs> So as everyone knows, vaccines starting to roll out. They're starting, they've already started to administer doses in the UK. Um, I think we're going to start rolling them out tomorrow, right? So this may be a game changer as far as COVID goes. Um, What are y'all thinking about it? Y'all going to take this? How are y'all going to play it? Well, there's definitely some layers to that. So I haven't, like, are they really going to roll it out tomorrow? Yeah, no, (laughs) they, uh, Sunday they're going to start shipping them or giving shots to uh, 
hospital workers. Okay, so I was going to say, yeah. this, is, this is where it's going to get hairy, I think, because you're going to have people, it's going to be like a hierarchy involved. Oh, for so sure. So I think, I think guys that. like us, we're probably going to be like, bottom we're at the bottom of the barrel. We're at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Because it's going to be, all right, so here's how I think it's going to pan out. It's going to be all the politicians and the billionaires that get access to it first. And then you're going to have the healthcare workers. So that'll kind of be in people who are like in public service. Essential. So essential workers, essential workers, politicians, and the rich people. Because the rich people can be like, hey, on the low, low, let me give you a million dollars for the vaccine so yeah. I can go back to my normal life. And then we're the everyday working class person. We're going to be like the last of a line. And then there's even going to be the very, very, very bottom is going to be people who are like even more poor than section eight people. yeah it's going to yeah. be like people who are like living below the poverty line essentially which is unfortunate because they need it the most yeah yeah, yeah. And, and they've already been affected the most like yeah. the, the minority population has been getting crushed by it, so. for sure I, from I every dis- way you can think yeah. of. i disagree with your one and two i think it'll be frontline workers first and then yeah. the billionaires but that's, that's semantics. Fair. I just think though that's going to be yeah. the upper, the yeah. upper tier that's going to get it first. Oh, because yeah. the billionaires. I mean, I think a lot of those people that like the super elite are all connected. So like some guy who owns a pharmaceutical company, right. like the dude who owns Pfizer, yeah. has a homeboy who's like, hey, yeah. I need it. You know, they're it's it's going to be like the hookup. Like the homie hookup. Calling at three a.m. Like, yeah. hey, the homie, you want that vaccine? Yeah, it's going to be like that. Like it's it's going to be like. You know the um, it's going to be like the homies at first, yeah. and then it's going to be like the central workers, yeah, and yeah. the everyday working yeah. class people uh, like us. It's the it's the elite version of us going to visit a friend that works at a restaurant right. and being like, hey, let me get that discount. Let me get the employee discount. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly what I think it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I going to take it? Probably, but not right away. I think I'm going to. Well, I mean, because I'm not really going to have the choice to, I don't think. People are talking about this like it's going to be like okay. just readily available. But I will say this. I think it's going to be like anything else. The, my analogy is it's like it's going to be like the PS5. Mm. Not everybody's going to be able to get it right away. Let me reframe that. So, when it becomes available to the middle class clubs like us, are you going to jump right in? Maybe I might. I'm not going to be like the first dude in line, like camping out, like the, with you know the new iPhone comes out. But yeah, I'm eventually going to because yeah. I feel like that's the right thing to do. I'm just not going to like if everybody's like going to eventually end up taking it, you know. So from my standpoint, just real quick, um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to throw Ava when I have a chance at the front of the line because she's a uh, really been itching to get back to school and i can tell it's kind of starting to wear on her mentally and i want to get it because she has some friends that have gone back i'd like to get her back in school yeah. and socializing so i think that's kind of my in my head yeah. my justification as far as jumping on it as quick as possible and i mean hopefully they'll make kids at, at some of the yeah man i mean i i, I think you know, it'd probably be the right i think that i think children and the elderly should probably get it before guys yeah no i agree i i'm more than certain us three right here if we caught it we probably could fight it off like yeah i do agree kids and seniors are priority kids seniors and mothers yeah kind of you know but um yeah yeah, i mean ava breaks down some days before school crying i miss my friends i want to go back to school how does that not break your heart like you know it's like yeah uh i personally i don't have any plans to take it but my dynamics a little different i mean i don't have a family here right. um 
my mom's on in California. That's a shit show over there. I've heard so of. if I go out there, I mean, I, I'd like to do a little bit of traveling in 2021. So if I need to do it for that, then yeah, I'll do it. Other than that, I mean, unless I need to, or I'm going to be around a bunch of people in close proximity. Yeah. I'm probably going to try to try to hold it off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of see how it goes. Right. First. Yeah. Make yeah. sure people don't start growing a third arm out their ass first. <laughs> well, everyone's, yeah, everyone's sharing that meme about, I guess I wouldn't call it a meme, an uh, article about the people that um, took the vaccine or were part of the vaccine yeah. trials yeah. and had, what's, how do you, the, uh, I know what you're talking about. It's where you get balls, like palsy or cerebral palsy. Cerebral really? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. haven't heard about that. See, I don't even know yeah. if that's a, is that a real article? Yeah. I don't want, that's why I almost didn't want to mention yeah. it because, um, you never know. There's a lot of people sharing it and that's how it happened with the semen doctors, the demon doctors. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, what's real these days? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I could see that just being like super all right propaganda, possibly. Yeah. Like, who, I mean, I, I I saw that same meme. I didn't fact check that. it, look yeah. it up. But to me, yeah. it almost seems like. It, well, it's always strange to me when you see people that are like respected in the community that are like high level professionals that are sharing this stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not just some kid in his basement. These are like educated people that we know, yeah. that we all know, you know, mutual friends. And they'll share this stuff like in an instant. Yeah, and it's like who's fact checking, right? So not to take it any swipes at anyone that maybe has shared or bought into that that y'all personally know, uh-huh. but I think this year has proven that maybe some of those people that we deem like a little more educated or yeah. are just as susceptible Absolutely. to buying into misinformation and making bad choices based on that. For right? sure. Well, I think, too, there's a knee-jerk reaction when people see this stuff because everybody wants to be one of the first people to post it. Yeah. Nobody wants to be yeah. at the back of the line. <laughs> After all the likes have been yeah. going out. So, exactly. so people people are like, yeah. oh, no shit, let me repost this. Right, and no right. one's fact-checking it. I yeah. saw that same meme, and something about it looked a little weird to me. It did. I mean, like, they're, they're standing there like it's some sort of police lineup, and it's got yeah. each face like, right next it's to each other. Weird. It's it ha- it's a very dramatic effect, like everything else. Yeah, it's like right in your face. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I uh, I almost shared it on Facebook and cracked a really bad joke. So, uh, <laughs> say, no, 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 no more of that. No, no, yeah, no, no, but it's like okay, I've seen people make that face like many times in my life on West Six. You know when they do like some really bad coke that's really messed. Oh, like, yeah. Their eyes all like looking off to the side. People would have came for you. People would have came. <laughs> yeah, for but you. you you haven't seen the memes. You don't know what uh, we're talking about. These people look completely fucking tweaked out, man. Yeah. So it looks just like I was like, dude, I can go see that any weekend on West Six. I don't need. Don't need to take a vaccine. Oh man. Let's <laughs> put me in a bathroom yeah. stall and yeah. I'll find six of these yeah. motherfuckers for you. Yeah. Like if y'all want to look uh, like that, you don't need a vaccine. You know, half the half half the people would have found that funny, and then half would have been yeah. reporting you straight to Zug. For sure. <laughs> So uh, Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle are doing a bunch of shows currently at Stubbs. Um, I don't think any of us went to any of that, obviously. No. But what did you guys think of the ticket prices? They're uh, ridiculous, and I get that they don't have uh, as much space, you know, as they would pre-COVID. You yeah. know what I mean? Definitely limited space probably drives 
just as much demand but less availability makes sense but still come on 250 bucks a head and you gotta have four at least to get in that's spicy yeah what if you just want to go with you and like a one person Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, the whole, the whole date thing is off the table at that yeah, point. Unless yeah. you can get like a big group to go. A lot of still, that's a lot of coordinating, yeah. which is difficult to do, Man. especially in COVID times. Yeah, it's strange. You would almost think that they would be doing deals on the shows right now. Right. That's what I was saying. But it's the, in the opposite way. So right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're pretty big names. I don't think they would have to backslide too much on their price point. You know. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I don't mean them in like specifically, but in general, a lot of places just want to get people out. Right. Um. So you'd want to do like a better deal. Yeah. I mean, to your point, I was really shocked about how expensive the tickets were for a lot of reasons. It's like, okay, for one, and you know this being here your whole life, Stubbs is not a comedy venue. No, it's not. I mean, the thought of for me, I love stand-up comedy, yeah. but I don't know if I want to sit outside in the middle of December when it's 55 degrees. For, I, love, I mean, Dave Chappelle and Rogan, that's probably a three-hour yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. long time to sit outside. And here was the biggest thing that I thought was ridiculous. I saw some pictures of the crowd. You cannot take your mask off. Oh. So even at your table, everybody out there, it's master mandatory the whole show. No way. Yeah. On-site COVID testing, so you know that's expensive. I yeah. mean, they had it astringent to where like they weren't fucking around, man. I mean, those guys, honestly, and I'm not knocking either one of them. They must have been really desperate to do some stand-up to do them, do yeah. all that outside in December. I think they're definitely eager to get some shows rolling. I yeah. just hope, um, I hope there's some other venues that they can throw in the mix. Nothing yeah. against stuff. Stuff is cool, but yeah. Get some other venues. Stubbs wouldn't yeah. be like where I'd want to go for comedy. Right, right. sitting yeah. at, so it's a gravel pit, and yeah. on top of that, part of it's changed. I haven't been in years, dude. Uh, well, I've been there probably five years ago, something. It's not changed, so yeah. at least yeah. my last. And then there's that gradient hill. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. So I don't know how comfortable sitting at a I table like on that. Yeah. But to my, I think they. Kept it pretty limited to where, like, I mean, that's a pretty big outdoor venue. I it highly is. doubt every single part of it had tables. Yeah, I think yeah, maybe yeah. if I had to guess, it's probably half of the property. Yeah, was yeah. probably tables. A lot of space heaters too. Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but just having to wear a mask for that long, sitting outside, yeah. I don't really know how that works. If you, I don't even know. I mean, I'm assuming people probably were buying alcohol, but yeah. So what? You take a sip and I like lower the mask. Yeah. Day, man. They may have had staff walking around. Oh, so yeah. If you, if you weren't taking a drink, yeah. you probably had to put your mask back on. I mean, honestly, I would almost rather pay to stream that HD at the house. Yeah. Like pay some sort of pay-per-view That'd fee. Be cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, and stream right. it at home and yeah. deal with the whole process. They should have did that, man. Yeah. I don't know if they, they may have, but I didn't yeah. hear about it. But that would have been cool. I'd much rather would have paid like 20 bucks. Well, you know it'll drop yeah. on Netflix eventually, right? I don't know. I don't know if it will. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, I can see Chappelle be cool. throwing I mean, there, yeah, like, because Chappelle's on their contract. With, okay. yeah. material like yeah. that. What's interesting is he's done a couple of these like 20, 30 minute specials this yeah. year where yeah, he's I just throwing them on YouTube or something, yeah. which has been kind of cool. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like doing that many shows uh, with all this going on and that close together just seems kind of crazy with the ticket prices too. Huh. I mean, if. Um, if that Jake Paul or Logan Paul guy and the other guy, Nate, and Nate Robinson could reel in all right. that money. Yeah, yeah. And like People pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw the Tyson fight reeled in a, a 
Oh, surprisingly, you know, and I was one of those suckers that. that bought that shit. Really? Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't buy it, but um, it's crazy that so many people, I mean, we're paying to watch a couple guys in the 50s. I get it, though. They're probably two of the only guys that people are going to pay to watch yeah. in the oh, 50s. Yeah, I mean, Holy, I, I hear Holyfield Tyson is the next one. No, that would be one, yeah. too. But other than that. Who wants to watch a bunch of guys that are in their fifties? Yeah. So uh, I think it's just like a nostalgia. Thing yeah, people, yeah. But I I never really had any desire to watch it only because, to me in my mind, it's it's equivalent to like when they do a remake of a TV show. Yeah, like I want right. to remember it when it was great. And sure. I don't want, it's like yeah. It's like um not to go off topic, but it's like with this whole Fresh Prince remake they did on HBO Max. Uh, a part of me like wanted to watch it, but then yeah. there's other part of me that was like, you know what? I'm gonna leave Fresh Prince right where I remember it yeah. because I don't want to like see something that might potentially disappoint me. Yeah, and that's what was going on in the back of my mind with the Mike Tyson fight. Is it's like Mike, probably the greatest boxer of all time, right. at least in my life. Trapped in Austin podcast. Here's the thing. I think they rolled it out at the perfect time with COVID because if it would be like a normal year with normal sports, yeah. I don't think it would have. Oh, picked, no. Picked people are, people are itching to have anything. 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 Right. Yeah. anything. I mean, yeah. they yeah. played the whole NBA season in a fucking in a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> in, in a high and people want it. Yeah. And you got no swaths of NFL teams yeah. going down with COVID. Yeah. They're still rolling yeah. through yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah, the, the whole virtual fan thing seems so scamming to me. Yeah. It's like people are paying money. Well, let me say this. I guess hopefully the, the franchises and teams are donating that money for the fans that are paying for the seats. You would uh, hope. Yeah. But I don't, know, I don't know where that money's going. But people are paying to be virtual fans. Yeah. That's crazy. That's not that's, that's a lick right there. I, was, yeah, but there's <laughs> a, there's a, I mean, we all love sports here, but what's right. crazy to think is there's people out there who are crazier than we are. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I, don't, I don't have like the, I mean, I like jerseys and stuff, but you'll never yeah. see me at like a, you know, Philadelphia Eagles game. Like, wearing <laughs> jersey, <laughs> jersey with the backwards yeah, I, don't go, I don't go yeah. that far with that, yeah. but it's like. Yeah, I appreciate sports. Yeah, if the less, crazy yeah. Fans and I, I may be wrong here, but I don't think any of us are the uh, type, the drunken sports fan that's going to fight someone. No, no, well, yeah, no, and that, that's no. a good point. Like, yeah. there's some crazy fans out right. there that I can see paying for virtual seats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's next level. Yeah. yeah, for me, my max is if I have some money on the game, then it makes it interesting, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. but. I mean, I'll, I'll drop some money to go see the game in person. I'll go yeah. catch, me at a, yeah. catch me at a UT game, a Cowboys game. It's a game. fun experience. Fuck yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. But to be seen on a computer screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I already knew what time it was with that fight when they had Nate Robinson. Bucks. I was like, <laughs> okay, I see where this is going. Man, I bet, and everyone, man, all the athletes afterwards were just shitting on Roasted them. Like, and I'm like, why are y'all roasting him? This dude had the balls to get exactly. in front of the country, never had boxed yeah. before. And right. And he's not that tall of a guy. Is, no. it like, is it Logan? Is it Logan Paul? Paul, yeah. He's a he like big, lanky, yeah, yeah. big, lanky yeah. dude. And I think he's fought before. Yeah, Mayweather's actually fighting him next, which oh, is, God, going to be a sting. So weird. It kind of it's kind of sad in a weird way because it's hard to take boxing seriously when they keep doing shit like that. I don't know. I mean, because to me, the heavyweight division. No, well, I'm not. No, fuck no. But the heavyweight division right now is pretty live, dude. You've got Brona or not Brona. You've got Fury. You've got Anthony Joshua. You've got the Bronze Bomber. I forget his name. Deontay Wilder. Oh yeah. 
boxing's in a good place right now, yeah. like for actual the legitimate fights. Yeah, I mean, when they're doing like exhibition matches with basketball, <laughs> yeah, and fucking Jake you, Paul. T- Jake Paul fighting yeah. fucking Mayweather, like get it's out a little here. weird. Yeah. So, do you think at this point, like Trump actually has a chance at all? Or do you think the Supreme Court shooting down? That was the end of the road. Where else can he go? It's not like there's something above the Supreme Court he can go to. I mean, he could declare martial law and deem the election invalid. But even for Trump, like how extreme is that? I I didn't know he could do that. That's kind of crazy. (laughs) That's when you know he's gone completely off the rail if he does that. I think he's known that he was toast a long time ago. Yeah. So do you think this is all about him solidifying his staying power within the party? I think he just wants he wants to make it as hard and yeah. tumultuous as, as possible for the incoming party. Right. He's that kind of guy. He's the kind of guy. He's not going to accept a loss. He's not the high road. Guy. No, not at all. No, he's going to make it nasty and drawn out and and Twitter storms and everything he's done for the past four years. I knew something was really off about it when when he first started talking about election fraud and everything that he was reposting on Twitter was from Bright uh, what's the one Breitbart Breitbart O-A-N. and then it was O A N N or O A yeah. Yeah. yeah those aren't like real news sites right. they're like blogs and people just yeah. kind of post on them they have like their own journalists and stuff it's not like legitimate news. And so I knew it was fucking weird when he started doing that. I was like, this is the first time in history we have a president that's reposting blog shit on Twitter. That's not that's dangerous. really valid. It really is. That's dangerous. He, uh, you know, he did something similar. It might be the same thing you're talking about, but he did something to where he, he reposted some uh, racist guy in a golf cart um, saying some sort of racist uh he did something on the golf cart and was like shouting out some racist group and trump shared it it was so weird i was like what and it kind of got swept under the rug like people said something but the thing with trump is here's here's his mo there's been so many ridiculous things that we don't have and when i say we just the population in general americans in general you don't have enough time to dig into each each little ridiculous thing because it's a new one. It's a new one. It's a new right. one. He it's makes it impossible one. for the American public to have an attention span. It's sick. Yeah. It's sick. It's almost part of the game. It is. Yeah, no, it is the game. It's literally how he's operated. Like before the presidency, even like Trump has a scandal. He creates something just by opening his mouth. All of a sudden yeah. you're now talking about, whatever off the wall shit he said, you know, instead of this massive, whatever. Well, that, that's what happened. I forgot exactly what it was specifically, but it was like something, some scandal came out Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden he had Mm -hmm. Mm COVID-19. That was a big diversion. Like he's really good at sort of like, Zach and I talked about this on a previous episode. He's really good at like, if something all of a sudden pops up, Mm -hmm. He creates the attention onto something else. So right? he's like a mastermind when it comes it, to that. And his yeah, face just eats it up. It's it like if you remember, I completely dismissed you when you were saying like this COVID Trump catching COVID thing was, you know, some sort yeah. of nefarious. But 
I do think that this latest thing with Rudy was exactly that, because if you notice, Rudy caught COVID, then all of a sudden Trump switches up his legal team. And there's not even a conversation at this point now that Rudy's out about him rejoining the legal team. I, I think that was a, you know, not don't watch what this hand is doing thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really believe that any of those guys had COVID-19. I don't I think it's conspiracy possible. theories, but I think it's just so far fetched. I think, well, I think they've got it, but if they did get it, they're going to get the absolute best care that is possible. For example, when whenever Trump got it, if he did get it, that's that that trip he took to the hospital for the weekend or whatever it was. That was easily a million dollar trip because yeah. he has he's going to have every top doctor right. in the building in the country there. They're going to give him the absolute best whatever, yeah. that they believe is safe, whatever the medication is, they're going to give it to him. Stuff that we don't even know about. Right. right. I think the reason why I think it's kind of bullshit is there's supposedly been guys like our age, perfectly healthy, that have dropped dead from it. Yeah. And we got like we got this guy who's in his 70s, he's overweight, so I, so yeah. he gets it. It's kind of like, eh, I don't really know what to believe at this point. Maybe. But I think I think I, I feel like I, I saw this coming a mile away when I when I saw the COVID announcement because that's very much who he is. Like Trump is like a showman. Sure. People forget that. Like, right. Well, that's came what from reality came TV. Sure. He's used to being in the spotlight. He likes the limelight. What is a better way in 2020 to get some attention drawn on you? Oh, I have COVID nineteen. Yeah. I just to me it seemed almost too convenient. So. I don't personally believe that he really had it. Um, and Jesus, man, if Rudy Giuliani had it and survived, then let's just call this whole thing off. Because <laughs> he, he could be the benchmark. Like, that guy looks like shit. <laughs> if he fucking got COVID-19 and survived, let's take our masks, burn them in piles, and go back to reality. Like, I just don't – it's hard for me to – because these guys literally, they have so much power, they can write whatever narrative they want. And it's not like they literally could just say, I have COVID-19 in the press. The White House press is like, Trump has COVID, Giuliani has COVID, and then the big media groups are writing about it. So I partially agree with you. I I posted something today on how, like you said, what I said was that if if people like Trump, Giuliani, Chris Christie, these guys look like they haven't had a vegetable since the 90s. Exactly. And they didn't even break a sweat with COVID. But there's people, there's athletes, there's yeah. people half their age, a third of their age that are having a hard time with this. They're even dying. Yeah. And so either this is uh, the craziest virus of all time, which is possible. Right. Or there's something we don't know. Right. Which is also possible. Yeah. It just seems almost too convenient at some point. Because I mean, yeah. like for guys like that who are already in the spotlight and have fame essentially yeah. you know they're politicians these are famous people it's yes like more than ever a, a way to sort of like play into your fame a little bit is to say oh i got covid I survived and to it. me it's like a sympathy conquest yeah. like they're trying like i felt like because right at the time when trump said he had covid there was i forgot exactly what it was but there's something weird going on i think it may have been with his taxes in new york or some weird shit came yeah. to surface and then all of a sudden he had covid and then what happens is you have everybody that's like, oh, no, the president has COVID. And then nobody's talking about what the issue is at hand. Yeah. 
It, like saying you have COVID-19 in 2020 almost is like the ultimate excuse that eliminates you from any kind of. <laughs> I won't lie. I've uh, used that once or twice to maybe get out a day or two of work. Like, uh, I'm going to get <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I mean, who knows? These guys are so fucking rich and in deep, in deep with the. Uh, Whatever crowd you want yeah, to Yeah, whatever crowd. Like, it's just like, it's hard to believe whatever they're saying is true. And honestly, like, the, and Zach and I talked about this before. It's like, Trump already lies about a lot of shit. Right, Why right. would he all of a sudden be... Right, right, right. You know? At the very best, he he um, isn't completely honest about things. Right, you know exactly. what I mean? So it's like, this, is, this isn't really out of his uh, wheelhouse. Yeah. Let's yeah. put it that way. My but thing, yeah. Maybe, maybe he did. I don't know. I'm just speculating. <clears throat> My only thing about that was there was just like, that's a whole nother level of like dereliction. Yeah. Dereliction of moral responsibility. Like, but so there is none. There's none. People it was hard for me to swallow. It's gone. I mean, dude, this, like, again, this kind of proves my point. This is a guy who's claiming that there was mass fraud on such a level. To well, that's an ego thing to me. Saying COVID-19. Yeah, COVID nineteen could be an ego thing. He's sick, man. There's it's something wrong with it. It's very different. I've never seen anything like yeah. it before. I mean, at this rate, like he makes any president in history look like a good person, even Nixon? if they weren't. <laughs> like, yeah, come on, Nixon, come back wherever you are. You know how I know he's a scumbag is throughout. Okay, since the election up until now, which is you know about a month and a half or so, um, the entire time COVID has gone through the fucking roof. Yeah. And nine out of 10 times, anything that he has said or brought up has nothing to do with COVID and everything to do with the election and there's fraud and this is a conspiracy. And it's you crazy. can have Americans fucking dying every day. And whether or not you believe that COVID is a scam or not, it's a fucking issue. You yeah. have people that aren't working, yeah. that are dying. We're trying to get stimulus for the 10th month in a row. I mean, it's a circus. He's not saying anything about it. Yeah. He's up at 4 a.m. talking about fraud? Come on. Yeah, it's yeah. That's sick. That's some yeah. sick shit. Come on. So, yeah, and I, I, I get that. But I, what I would say to that is, um, I, you know, one thing that we're not talking about, no one seems to be talking about because we're so caught up on Trump's every single tweet, regardless of what side of you're on. He warned us he was going to pull this shit in 2016 when he, before he got elected, he straight up said, if I lose, it's through fraud. He laid the groundwork down, letting yeah. us know there's no way he was going to accept the loss yeah. under any circumstances yeah. unless it got played out to the degree we're watching right now. Well, he, well like you said in the last episode, like in his world, losing is not an option no it's like when you're that competitive competitive of a person right losing is not even like they don't call, he's not going to comprehend that like to right. him even even when biden is being inaugurated in january <laughs> he's, still, he's, he's, he's still like you're going to be hearing about this yeah. for the next four years well so there's already trapped in austin podcast